Don't believe everything you hear. Real eyes realize real lies. John the Elder says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Pay careful attention to every voice you hear, every influence you experience, realize there are real lies. John says many false prophets have gone out into the world. John calls them spirits. His people live in a world filled with spirits. Not all spirits are bad, few are good. And John even uses that word, the fathers of our reformed faith and horror writers of our time love, antichrist. That's strong language, emotive language. But remember, this is, First John is, a love letter in a dangerous time. John's message is urgent. He really believes that a spiritual battle is brewing. John also believes that Christians have as good as won the battle because the spirit of truth is in them. The false prophets, spirits of untruth, antichrist spirits, are still powerful. They say Jesus isn't real, that Jesus the Christ could not live in this world, and religion is all about the next world. John insists the one who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world. The spirit of truth gives Christians life. The spirit of untruth can't take that away. All the evil spirits and influences in the world gathered together can't defeat the spirit of truth, the spirit of Christ. And in the last words of chapter 3, John writes that living as Christians in a dangerous time is all about obeying God's commandments, pleasing God. How? By believing and following Jesus and loving one another. Loving one another because that is what Jesus commands us to do. Every year at the Pride Parade, there are protesters. And I don't mean Black Lives Matter or people who have a strong opinion about police presence at the parade one way or the other. These are religious protesters. They're Christian protesters. And they're allowed to come and hold up their placards they're in an area at the end of the parade route, but it's a spot that everyone who is in and around the parade can see. And they're telling us all that we're going to hell. Same message every year. Rainbow signs of their own. Telling us all that the wicked shall be cast into hell that the LGBT plus agenda is at war with Jesus and free speech. Repent. And this one, Jesus opposes your pride, spelled out in rainbow colors. Now on Sunday, an intrepid Presbyterian photographer captured an image. I wish I could share it with you. It's on the Facebook page. Of one of our marchers, Reverend Bob Smith, passing by the protesters with his sign. I think the Presbyterians have the best signs every year of all the churches 
represented in the parade. It's the same signs every year, just like the protesters. They have the same signs too. And we have the same message every year, one message. And in the pictures, the protesters are in the near background. Bob is in the foreground with his sign. It looks so much bigger than theirs. And on Bob's sign are these words. Presbyterian pride, God's love includes everyone. God's love includes everyone. Jesus opposes your pride. Two messages, two strong messages, two Christian messages. Really? Which message is, well, at least closer, closer to the truth? Jesus opposes your pride. How do they know for sure? God's love includes everyone. How do we know for sure? So try this test. Which message does Jesus explicitly preach? Which truth does Jesus demonstrate? And which truth do we experience? Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and the Father will send you the spirit of truth. So what are those commandments? I did some research, sticking with the Gospel of John because of the connection between the Gospel and the letter. And I found Jesus saying do and do not many times. Most of the time it's do not fear. Do not let your hearts be troubled. But I went looking for commandment-style commandments in the Gospel of John, and I only found two. And neither of them is the one you're thinking of, this do in remembrance of me. John's Jesus never says that. So I found John 13, verses 14 and 15. After Jesus washes their feet, he tells his disciples they should wash one another's feet. Then he says, I have set you an example that you also should do what I have done to you. And I don't think he was just talking about washing feet. In John 15, verse 12, now this one's pretty clear, a commandment-style commandment. Jesus says, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And come to think of it, that other commandment from the other Gospels, do this in remembrance of me, says much the same. Jesus isn't just talking about breaking bread and sharing a cup. Jesus gives himself in humble service, even sacrificial service, because he loves us and the whole world. How do we respond to that? The response Jesus commands is love. Now, it's not easy to love as Jesus loves, and the spirit of truth sometimes comes with tough love. Truth can hurt, but never with the purpose of inflicting pain. Christians in the U.S. and Canada are crying out to protest the separation of children from their parents at the U.S. southern border. Protesters are speaking out about God's love and God's love for all. And at the same time, indigenous North Americans remind us of the days when churches 
worked along with governments to do the loving Christian thing by separating indigenous children from their parents. So Christians, we don't always get it, get it right. And sometimes what we call the loving thing is driven by a spirit of untruth. Even protesters like those last Sunday with their big lurid signs warning the rest of us that we were dancing, dancing on the edge of hell, they're always fully convinced that what they are doing is an act of love, even though their faces never show it. So how do we test the spirits? How can we filter out the voices, the influences that oppose the spirit of truth? It's all about love, God's unconditional love, revealed, demonstrated to us in Jesus. Any voice that claims certainty and, ex and attempts to speak with authority to tell us what and who God loves and what and who God does not love does not speak truth. Any spirit that separates us from one another or confirms attitudes of superiority and lifts some up and casts everyone else down is not the spirit of truth. Anyone who uses the name of Jesus in any way that does not express the love of Jesus is, well, John the Elder would say, anti-Christ. And those who claim the right to speak what they call their truth and will not admit that others may know what's true, to use John's words, there is no truth in them. And those protesters at the end of the parade last Sunday, I found out afterwards that several loving Presbyterians simply stood in the street holding their signs, looking them full in the face. And a few minutes later, without a word, they turned and left. 